Welcome to the One for the Money podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner, and here I will teach you the tips, tricks, and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you join us on the show. Welcome to episode 22 of the One for the Money podcast. I am very glad and grateful you have taken the time to listen. In this episode, I'll explain what comprises an estate plan and why you would want one. In the tips, tricks, and strategies portion, I'll share a tip on how to ensure your estate plan is executed the way you have planned. Thank you for listening. Now on with the show. If you are confused regarding what exactly is estate planning and why it's important, then this podcast will resonate with you and you are far from alone. So many people don't understand what an estate plan is and why they would want one. And frankly, why should they? It's not like we talk about these things a lot and many of us, fortunately, haven't encountered situations where one was necessary or wasn't already in place. But for those that have experienced what it is like when someone passes without an estate plan, they know how vitally important they are. In today's show, I break down the key elements of an estate plan and their respective purpose, which should help you understand why you need one. In fact, that's why I regularly review my clients' beneficiary designations and estate plans as part of my comprehensive financial review. So just what is an estate plan? It would be best to begin with a simple definition. An estate plan is simply the sum of everything you own that has value. Put another way, it's your entire net worth that would include land, real estate, stocks, bonds, annuities, cash, jewelry, your 23-window classic Volkswagen van, and any other assets you own or have a controlling interest in, less any liabilities, such as mortgage, consumer debts, etc. An estate plan is simply a plan for how you would like to distribute your net worth after you've moved on to the next life. God's the judge on that one. In episode 21, I explained how expensive and time-consuming it can be without one. You might be wondering, can't we just distribute to the spouse and next of kin and dispense with all of this legal mumbo jumbo? If only life and families were that simple. There have been far too many disputes amongst family members as to who would receive what. A trust or an estate plan, which has been around since the times of the Roman Empire, may seem complicated, but it is way better than the alternative. So given this definition, estate planning can seem simple enough on the surface. However, there are many critical components to ensure your estate plan will be effective. I'll outline some of the critical components and their specific purpose. First, there is a will. Now, most people are familiar with this component of an estate plan. A will is where you provide the details on how you want your assets distributed at death who will serve as your estate's executor, i.e. the person who carries out your wishes, stated in the will, who the beneficiaries of your estate are, and how and when the said beneficiaries will receive your assets, and who would be guardians for any minor children. A will is vitally important. 
because it is here where you will name the beneficiary or beneficiaries of certain assets that don't allow you to directly name one. For example, whenever I establish a retirement account for clients, we always need to list at least one beneficiary. However, certain assets don't allow you to list a beneficiary. Your house and any other real estate you own are the best examples of these. Wills can be as simple as a handwritten note. However, wills alone are not sufficient as they are not legally binding and therefore can be contested in court. That's where you get handwriting experts testifying to the validity of the will. While the will can provide direction to the court in how you want your assets distributed, your beneficiaries will still have to go to court if that's all you have. Now, the legal process for settling the estate is called probate. And as I mentioned in my previous show, probate is very expensive and open to the public. If a will doesn't avoid probate, what does? Well, this is where a trust comes in. And a trust is an arrangement that allows a third party or trustee to hold assets on behalf of a beneficiary or beneficiaries. Trusts can be arranged in many ways and can specify exactly how and when the assets are to pass to beneficiaries. Since trusts usually avoid probate, your beneficiaries will gain access to these assets much more quickly than if all you had was a will. There are a number of different types of trusts that can be set up and each have their unique purpose. I'll leave that to the lawyers to explain which type would serve you best. But a major distinction between trusts is whether they are revocable or irrevocable. Now, my wife and I have a revocable living trust that we established in 2016. It allows us to proceed with our lives normally, and we can change it at any time. It essentially serves as a safety net in the event that something was to happen to my wife and I, as our family would then be taken care of. Once we both pass away, it will become an irrevocable trust. And that is when our executor will take over. Currently, it's my brother, but if we are fortunate to live a long life, we can change the executor to one of our three boys. Revocable estates are subject to estate taxes, but only if the value is greater than $23.4 million, according to 2022 tax law. Ours is just a bit lower than that, so we won't have to worry about that. Although Congress is looking at lowering the estate plan exemption, to a much lower number as the government seems always in interest of more revenue. Now, you could set up an irrevocable trust, which would help mitigate taxes. However, all assets transferred to the trust are beyond your control, and the terms of the trust cannot be changed, nor can the trust be dissolved. These types of trusts work if your primary aim is to reduce the amount subject to estate taxes by effectively removing certain assets from your taxable estate. Now, a will and a trust are effective instruments for your estate after you have died. But what if you're alive and unable to make decisions? Maybe you're in a medically induced coma, for example. Who would you trust to make decisions for you and your family? This is where a power of attorney comes in. With these, you grant authority to another person to make certain decisions on your behalf. A durable power of attorney means this arrangement will generally continue until your death. Now, we all hope that we will die peacefully in your sleep. However, it may not end up that way. For those that end up on life support, your loved ones and the doctors will need to know what actions you would want taken. This is where a different type of power of attorney 
is called, and it's called a healthcare power of attorney comes in. It will outline the specific circumstances and what you would want done. Without one, your family will need to assume your wishes. And if there is a difference of opinion amongst family members on what should be done, it can strain relationships at an already critical moment. Outlining your specific wishes will save your family a lot of headache and heartache. I hope I've been able to explain why you would want an estate plan. Too many make the mistake thinking they will just set one up later. The COVID-19 pandemic caught many people without such plans. My wife and I established a family trust in 2016 to ensure that whatever happens, our loved ones are taken care of. If you have any questions about estate planning, it's best to discuss with a legal professional. Well, thank you again for listening, and I hope you found this helpful. Now on to the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast. Welcome to today's tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast. In my first podcast on estate planning, episode 21, I shared examples of famous people who died without an estate plan. Aretha Franklin, Sonny Bono, Chadwick Bosman, who played Black Panther, Prince, Jimi Hendrix, Bob Marley, and even Abraham Lincoln. Let me share the example of Jimi Hendrix, who died in 1970. Now, the battle over his estate raged on for more than 30 years for one simple reason. Hendrix left no will regarding the distribution of his estate. To complicate matters further, the estates of musicians and other artists often continue to generate money long after their deaths via song royalties. All of this begs the question, how important is it to you that your family knows exactly what to do if you aren't here tomorrow? Here are some tips to assist your loved ones. An estate plan. As I just explained, you will want an estate plan. But sometimes it's not just having an estate plan, but is as simple as ensuring that your loved ones know where it is located in your home, or better yet, providing them with a copy of it, and along with an explanation of your intent while you are still alive. You also want to make them aware of important documents, including with your estate plan, such as life insurance policies, deeds, tax returns, birth certificates, marriage licenses, military discharge papers, frequent flyer and frequent hotel guest programs, credit card points, etc. You also want to list your emergency contacts for certain professional advisors, such as your financial planner, your accountant, your physician, and your attorney. By having all of these documents organized, it will ensure that in the midst of these trying times, your family has everything they need. Hopefully, I've been able to convey why planning for the end stages of your life is so important. I understand why many want to avoid the thought of their passing. But to ensure you have the best possible impact for your family, you'll want to ensure you address these things. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and I hope you found this helpful. Thank you for listening, and until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. 
The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Johnny West is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.